This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for Speak Legal, conversations with Community Law Otago, made with the support of Law Faculty, University of Otago. And this morning we're going to have a look at surrogacy and the laws around that in New Zealand. Joining us for that discussion, Samantha Fowler. Sam and Morena, lovely to have you with us. Thanks for coming in. Morena, thank you for having me. This is a particular area of law that interests you. Yeah, I got into this when I did the Law and Med paper. Uh, yeah, surrogacy is quite a, a hot topic in New Zealand at the moment. The law's not really keeping up. Ah, well, let's find out a little bit more about it. So what is the current state of the law surrounding surrogacy here? Right, so the current state of the law governing surrogacy in New Zealand at the moment really fails to reflect parties' intentions. So it provides that the surrogate mother will be the legal mother, whether or not they contribute any genetic material. Uh, Also, the birth mother's partner is deemed to be the legal parent uh, and their consent is presumed. So it will be their names which go on the birth certificate. Uh, And it's whether the partner, whether or not they are completely genetically unrelated to the child or not, or whether they have any intention to parent them. So the intended parents, uh, who in the case of gestational surrogacy will be the genetic parents, will not be recorded on the birth certificate. So just for clarification, a traditional surrogacy is when the surrogate is artificially inseminated, and a gestational surrogacy is where the embryo is created via IVF and then transferred into the surrogate. Uh, So intended parents are not automatically made legal parents, so this means the law produces results which are inconsistent with the entire purpose of the agreement and arrangement for surrogacy. Oh, interesting. So can you contract for a surrogacy? So no, you... uh, Contracts between parties for surrogacy agreements are unenforceable in New Zealand. Uh, So they're unenforceable because this is deemed contrary to public policy because this would mean like you were contracting as if it was any other type of property and obviously we don't want to treat children as property. All right. So why do intended parents have to adopt the surrogate baby? Because surrogacy agreements are unenforceable, one or both of the intended parents, even if they may be genetically related to the child, must formally adopt their child after it is born if they wish to have legal parentage. This hurdle of formal adoption means a surrogate can refuse her consent to relinquish legal parentage of the child, who in the case of traditional surrogacy, it is her own genetic material. However, the ability to refuse to relinquish consent is not as sound in a gestational surrogacy, where the surrogate may have no genetic link to the child. So placing surrogacy in the realm of adoption law makes little sense because the surrogate mother could change her mind, which is not analogous to an adoption context, because the resulting child is not unwanted in the eyes of the intended parents. So in New Zealand so far, all intended parents have successfully secured legal parentage. However, I was looking at New Zealand Herald today and we're getting a few issues popping up with that at the moment of intended parties and surrogate mothers changing their minds. Uh, Recently, a surrogate mother, um, they had an arrangement and 10 weeks in, she terminated the pregnancy and the intended parents didn't know that. But contracts, unenforceable um, and 
everything's kind of up in the air during the process. Gosh, a bit complicated too, isn't it? And, you know, in these days, especially interesting that uh, that adoption's still required when, when in, in other aspects there's, there's a kind of movement away from adoption in general, far less common now than they, than they used to be. Now, uh, there's this term, the, the ECART uh, approval process. Tell us about that. What does it mean? Right. So everything's governed by the HART Act, which is the Human Assisted Reproductive Technology Act. And then you have ACART, which is just a body that sets guidelines, which ECART, I know this is very convoluted, ECART then follows those. So ECART is an ethics body, um, and they follow these guidelines in order to be satisfied that there is a need for surrogacy and that the proposal is justified when they weigh up the risks. So paramount in the ethics consideration stage is the need to protect children and women, as they're quite you know, central to what's happening. Um, in their determination progress, uh, process, each party, so that's the surrogate mother, her partner and the intended parents, each party must receive legal and medical advice as well as counselling. Additionally, there must be discussion and understanding regarding the adoption of the child, ongoing care, guardianship and future contact after birth. The requirement for discussion and counselling aims at reducing the likelihood of a breakdown between the parties later on down the track. We often hear in, in family court proceedings particularly uh, about the, um, the significance and importance, uh, priority of the best interests of the, of the child. How does that apply here? Right, so like I said, the Ethics Committee has the best interest of the child at heart and obviously they're the party that is the most vulnerable in all of this. Uh, so there's a need to protect the interests of all parties, but the best interests of the child is paramount. All parties are exposed to risk, as the current law allows for the possibility that the surrogate mother could change her mind and keep the child, or that the intended parents could change their mind as well and then leave the surrogate mother in the lurch a bit with the child that she never intended to mother. So... This leaves a child in a very precarious situation, which is obviously not in their best interest. Now, we might have picked up PAMPs, you know, through through watching film dramas and things like that, on, on, and, and, and perhaps international mm -hmm. perspectives, that um, sometimes money changes hands around these arrangements. Is commercial surrogacy legal here in Aotearoa, New Zealand? Right, so commercial surrogacy is not legal in New Zealand. So the Heart Act prohibits the giving of or receiving of valuable consideration for participating in or arranging a surrogacy. So we have altruistic surrogacies here. Um, however, this does not apply to certain expenses incurred uh, for the process of surrogacy, for example, counselling or insemination. So there is a bit of leeway, but the whole purpose of prohibiting commercial surrogacies is to prevent exploitation of women's reproductive capacity. So it's to prevent them as if they were for sale or a womb for rent, some say. Um, however, interestingly, this does not prevent overseas commercial surrogacy arrangements. So you can still do that overseas, but again, it doesn't really put the child's best interests in mind because we have no arranged immigration plans or automated citizenship. You still have to go through that adoption process to bring them back in. So it leaves the child in a very precarious situation. I think of, of all the subjects we've talked about on this program, this one has the potential has potential fish hooks all the way through it, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, Sam, you've been taking a look at this. You clearly have a view on, on where the law might need to move in this area. Mm. Ultimately, I personally think the law should reflect the intentions of surrogacy agreements. 
which will ultimately protect all the parties involved, including the child, and reduce a lot of unnecessary costs, length and hardship because you think you've gone through this whole surrogacy process and then suddenly you're in the family court adoption, that whole process when on most occasions all the parties agree with the outcome they intended, but you have to go through this nonetheless. Uh, so one such solution could be to reverse the presumption of parenthood so that intended parents are the legal parents from conception. However, this would have some difficulties because you want the surrogate mother to have her autonomy. It is her body. Um, but this would eliminate the need for the family court process, which appears from what most people are saying to be more of a hindrance than a help. Um, as the in intended parents would then not need to adopt the child. Um, but then the surrogate mother could have an actionable claim, perhaps, if this presumption of parenthood was reversed so that she still had some rights if she changed her mind and wanted to counter it, um, if she wanted to refuse to relinquish consent. Uh, the Ethics Committee, which is regarded as approaching best practice, could be given a wider scope. Uh, they currently don't cover traditional surrogacies, they only cover gestational surrogacies, so they could be given a wider scope of practice and perhaps a little more power. Well, you're going to be keeping an eye on it, I know that. <laughs> yes. Really interesting topic that you brought to us today, Samantha, and uh, I'm not sure if this is something that people come to you often with at Community <laughs> Law Otago, but I tell you what, if you have got questions around it, Sam's probably the person to talk to. <laughs> um, thanks so much for taking some time to, to give us something to reflect on around the surrogacy laws here in Aotearoa, New Zealand. Um, we look forward to another edition of Speak Legal at the same time next week, and Sam, we look forward to seeing you further down the track. Thank you. Community Law Otago. Free legal advice and support for the people of Otago. Visit our weekday advice clinics at 169 Princess Street, Dunedin. Clinic session times are available from the website communitylawotago.com. Ring 474-1922 or 0800-169-333 if calling from outside Dunedin. Speak Legal is made with support from the Law Faculty, University of Otago, training for life. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.